0: Hi, everyone. Hola, friends. This is Molly Cutler, and I am Brielle Collins, and this is the Well Wishes Podcast. Yay! Thanks for joining us for another episode. So today we are diving into a topic we are psyched about. It is all about how to manifest. Who's excited? We are. (laughs) Even if you're not, no. This is like I. This is something I'm really passionate about. And I actually, so this was not like one of our original, you know, you guys, we actually prepare and we have like a whole spreadsheet and we take notes and we do all this stuff. This was not one of the original that were was on our list, mall. But I just finished this yoga retreat mm-hmm. and we were talking about it. And then I explained that we did a whole workshop around how to manifest. And then you were like, oh, we should make this an episode. Totally. Because I want Mm -hmm. to learn for myself I think you actually do know
1: I think I do it on like a very unintentional Mm -hmm. level Mm -hmm. and sort of in my own way as probably many of you do as Mm -hmm. well but Brielle is really going to school us today on you know some of the more traditional like uh, meaning of manifestation and also what manifesting is and isn't I think there's a Mm -hmm. lot of misconception around what it is right like Oh, it's just
0: wishing for what you want and then sitting there
1: <laughs> and hoping it appears. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's not what it is, right? No. And I want to be clear I don't have a PhD in manifesting. So, oh, yeah. So sorry. I did not, you know, go to um, school to be an expert in manifesting. But it is something, like you said, Mal, that some of us are sort of innately. Um, doing and there is just ways that I've sort of learned from different teachers on my path to sort of hone it in. You know, to get get stronger and get clearer. Because essentially a manifest manifesting, we're doing it on an unconscious level and on a conscious level all the time, right? Essentially all of our thoughts are our prayers, the good ones and the bad ones. You know, we are mm. in a constant dialogue with whatever you want to call it, the divine, the universe God, Allah, Hashem, Brahman, I don't care what you call it. Like there is, we're constantly sort of sending out our our thought forms and into the universe and that is a dialogue. So, but there are sort of tricks and techniques that I have learned that I like to share with people just because I think it's it's nice just to have a little bit more knowledge and structure. Well, I'd love to start off by asking, Can you tell us what manifesting is? Sure. Manifesting is, um, again, I don't have a PhD, but it's like it's different. It's sort of pulling in what it is that you want. So it's, you know, for a long time, I think back in the day when I was like in college, this whole phenomenon with the secret came out.
1: Oh, the secret. I remember that. Yeah. My brother used to talk about how he used it to get parking spots. Oh, my God. That's
0: amazing. (laughs) I remember I had a a boyfriend in college and his mom was like, I watched I read the secret and I am going to I'm going to get a red car. I'd be like, okay, whatever this Good is. Good luck, everybody. yeah, I'm not I'm not following. So that's not, you know, listen, let's give the secret actually some credit because the guy who found it he recently died his name escapes me right now. like he was a huge in a way manifester. but mm-hmm. I think there's a there was a little bit of um knowledge that maybe um was not in that book that I I, I like to share when I'm practicing manifesting. So manifesting is, you know, sort of, for me, it's like pulling in, um, creating a uh, reality or pulling in something that you want. But it's not like you sound like your brother wanting, you know, wishing for parking spots, which is cool <laughs> and good for him. But it, it, it's much deeper. So when I, for example, when I did this workshop or when I talked to students sort of one-on-one, you know, um, a lot of people are uh, working on manifesting their life partner mm-hmm. or um, which is a really important thing to want to mm-hmm. manifest. Or people are manifesting, you know, like that um, dream career or, for example, like I manifested Shraddha Yoga Studio. So, mm-hmm. like, what does that mean? It was much more than me just saying, I'm going to open up a yoga studio. It was me literally, in my my personal way, which I will explain is not the only way. I would literally sit in my meditation, and I was very clear on what I wanted the studio to physically look like. But I wanted it to really be a safe haven, particularly to expats and international people living in, in Tel Aviv or visiting in Tel Aviv. So... I would became very very clear with what the purpose and the intention of Shraddha Yoga Studio was going to be. Mm-hmm. So when I would meditate, you know, I would get very clear. I always knew and people really questioned me that I wanted Shraddha Yoga Studio the physical space to be a shop front on mm-hmm. the sidewalk. So when I became very clear on what it is I really wanted and being very clear and being very deliberate is a huge part of manifesting, you know, like um, my teacher, Billy Topatate, who I love dearly in Chicago, you know, would say, be careful what you're what you're saying. If you're saying I want a check delivered to my door, like you might literally get a person from Czechoslovakia knocking on your door, like the more clear (laughs) and succinct, succinct and like, you know, detailed you are with what you want. Again, there's that that understanding that like I'm constantly consciously and unconsciously dialoguing with the universe. So the more clear that I'm becoming with what it is I'm manifesting, the better it is, you know, to sort of pull it in. So when I say mm-hmm. that I manifested Shreddy Yoga Studio, I really had a very deep rooted, very pure intention for what I wanted. Mm. I knew physically what I I wanted. I knew I wanted a shop front. I wanted basically uh, floor-to-window, floor-to-ceiling windows because I wanted a lot of natural light to flood into the space. My partner, Elon and I looked all over Tel Aviv like maniacs for I don't know how long, six, seven months, and couldn't find, you know, saw a lot of things, but really couldn't find what it is that I so so clearly was manifesting. And then one day, as it happens, Mm -hmm. you know, Elon was working on a project in Nebuchadnezzar and he said, I don't know why, but like around the corner from where I'm working on this project, there's like this weird abandoned looking building on the sidewalk and I think you should go look at it. Wow. And so I was like, yeah, well, let's go. So we rode over and it was like there was a, all these horrible like metal bars on all of the windows.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: um, the glass on the interior side of the glass windows was like with ugly fabrics. Like you couldn't even, you. I could peek into different parts of this space. But what happened, Maul, was that when I showed up at the space, I, I did not even go in. The space, but it was like a sunny afternoon when we went, and I could feel how the sun was hitting onto the onto the building. And because I had become so clear with how I wanted the space to to look, but how to feel. Right again, it wasn't just like I want I want floor-to-ceiling windows, but the idea that I want light to flood in and I want it to feel open and spacious, and you know all of that for the for the students. I looked at it without even walking in, and I was like, I know this is the space. Wow. Wow. That's a really,
1: it's a really beautiful story, especially knowing your studio. And it was the most beautiful space. Um, And it was so you, Uh you embody that space embodied you Mm. and so light filled and so positive. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I love that. And I do have a question though. Where is the line between getting really specific about what you want but then making sure that you're not creating a checklist Mm -hmm. that you then become too attached to and aren't open to maybe what it is that you actually need that might show up and is in front of you?
0: Right. It's a great question. Um, You know you have to this doesn't work if you are not open so you know another example sort of piggy ta- pig ta- uh, piggybacking on mm-hmm. that is like sometimes students will say like well i've been manifesting my partner and like nothing's coming and it's like well we have to understand that there are different things that we need to factor in like divine order divine timing you know um Sometimes things are taking longer or things aren't working out as quickly or even as we think, you know, we really, really want. Mm -hmm. And there's also reasons for that. So, like, um, I, you know, does that answer your question? Not so much.
1: No, it does. It does to an extent. I think I would. Lo- I would love to hear a little bit more about. I think you know what the example. Let me let me get more specific. The example that comes to mind, sure, is often when people are um, wanting to call in a partner,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and they get really specific about what it is they think they want, mm-hmm. and they get attached to that idea. Yeah, and it becomes more of a checklist than a sort of genuine. Mm-hmm you know what you're manifesting and I think where do we find that how do we bridge that gap of between you know because because like does a person to manifest you have to sort of you know think about how you want to feel with that partner how you want to feel in that relationship but also
0: I want to almost take it back yeah okay and give like a real like this is important if you're like Mm -hmm. stop what you're doing y'all Yeah. Hold the phone. Hold the phone. If you, this manifesting does not work if we are coming from a place of uh, obsession, Mm -hmm. of fear, of scarcity, you know, you need to be in a very specific type of energy to be able to manifest. So somebody asked me on the, the, in the workshop, like, why is manifesting so big? Like I had an intern, she's so cute, who was like, "Oh yeah, manifesting's trending on Instagram." Yeah, but what is it? <laughs> Hashtag yeah. manifestation. Manifestation. So, what I think is super interesting about why everyone now is like, "Oh, I'm manifesting that," or "Is this manifesting?" Is because honestly, I don't fully know the history, and I did look a lot into it. And if anybody in the community like somehow has some interesting, you can see like biblically and different sort of native stories this idea of you're manifesting a reality mm-hmm. you know but why I actually think it's become so popular now is because I think for the first time in in a very long time in human evolution I cannot speak to Atlantis or like ancient Egyptian cultures which I am sure I was there and now I'm back again you're not a historian I'm in those not areas. no I'm not <laughs> but like this is the first time in a very long time that A lot of people in humanity have been this conscious Mm -hmm. and this evolved. And when you're working with something like this, there's that like sort of hippie talk of like high vibe y'all and high vibe. And, you know, we need to be on a higher frequency. But I actually think a lot of people have been waking up and there is so much sort of evolution with a large scale of humanity, that that is why you're starting to see things like manifesting be part of the sort of conventional mainstream mm. dialogue, which I actually am really, really excited about. So mm-hmm. whether it is something about um, you know, you want to attract a partner or you're manifesting a job, and I'll give a little bit about like the do's and the don'ts and how to work with it. And again, I'm not an expert. It's just sort of like I've picked up stuff along the way with from from my teachers and guides. But, um, You have to be in a certain place emotionally, vibrationally to be able to do this work. So, again, like if I'm I'm not laughing because it's not funny, but it's like mm-hmm. if I'm like flat broke mm-hmm. and then I'm like, I have I feel no, no, no ways, no out, way out. Sitting and being like, I'm going to manifest a million dollars is not going to work. <laughs> like, And why will it not work? Because you're coming from such an energetic place of like scarcity that the vibration mm-hmm. just cannot get there. Like, You see really funny things on um, YouTube where they're like, hey, guys, we're going to manifest a million dollars today. Or like, manifest your dream bod with me, Billy, blah, 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 blah. It's like... Sure, if that's working for people, that's cool. I love when Riel puts on that weird voice. I've heard it one too many times. (laughs) But like manifesting is what I think is so beautiful about manifesting is that it's available to each of us. It is the universe wants to provide you with what it is that you want. And one of the things that makes manifesting more powerful, which is something I encourage people to think about, is to incorporate your dharma. Oh, dharma! What your gift is to the world. Everybody is born with more than one gift, but like we all have, and we can explore different aspects of that as we move through life. But like everybody is here to serve and who and has a gift. Mm-hmm. So if I want to manifest, so for example, right now I'm manifesting owning an apartment in this wackadoodle place that we call Tel Aviv, which is so outrageously overpriced and. You know, I am not a bajillionaire from a podcast yet. So, you know, eventually, (laughs) eventually. (laughs) So so like if I am I am manifesting owning an apartment in the city. And so when I am doing that mall, I am doing the sort of superficial aspects of what do I want this the apartment to look like? I want, you know, lots of windows and fresh air and sunlight you know being in the space I obviously see me and my partner Elon like having you know a loving family in this house but then what I see which Mm -hmm. is the double whammy right is how do I in that manifesting exercise incorporate my dharma which is to be a yoga teacher so Mm -hmm. if I'm moving through and I do manifesting as meditation I'll explain there's different ways you can do it and one, I don't want to say is better than the other. But if I'm moving through my manifesting meditation for what I am manifesting right now in my life, which is to own a, a beautiful apartment that, you know, I can um, also teach in. Mm-hmm. So what I see when I'm doing this exercise is the the space, how it feels and we're going to talk about also how feeling and manifesting is really important, which is, I think, a bit different than like manifesting a million dollars or like, you know, the secret stuff.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I I feel like that's really what sets manifesting apart from just what it is that you want for your life mm-hmm. is you really have
0: to bring in the feeling. You do. That you are hoping to feel. Right. So when I when I explain this to people in more of like a workshop setting you want to sort of sit with um, what these desires or like what you're saying, you're, what feelings you want to have. So for example, if I am manifesting, um, meeting my partner, my soulmate, whatever you want to call it, I would recommend people sort of sitting with, before they even explore the exercise, what are the, maybe three, four desires or feelings you you want to have with that partner they could be most people say they want to feel just unconditionally loved Mm -hmm. i've heard people say freedom stimulation nourishment and once you it's not just about thinking about what you you want to feel it's feeling what you want to feel Mm -hmm. you know so Mm -hmm. when you're doing an exercise around manifesting and some people are just sort of doing it innately right like they might be ready to attract their partner and they might be sitting in their kitchen and they might sort of think about, I look forward to the day and they start to sense this, that my partner is living with me in my apartment and he or she comes up behind me and I just feel so safe or so stable when he or she wraps their arms around me. So Mm -hmm. feeling is, I think, like you're saying, a really big, big indicator. But we all are manifesting on some level. It's sort of like when somebody like, you know, throws a coin into the wishing wall or here's an example. Like my mom was just in town and she's an amazing cook and chef. And I have like a kitchen the size of like my water bottle. It's like the size of a bathroom. <laughs> and I have no like cooking equipment. And my mom was coming and she's going to teach me how to bake and cook. And she took an Airbnb and she said, well, you know, whatever you don't have, we can like pick up when I'm in Tel Aviv. And I'm so excited about learning with my mom how to cook and bake and all this stuff, all of her great recipes. And then my friend Jess knew my mom was coming, and we were gonna do. I was gonna learn all her recipes, and she was working with a friend, hanging out with a friend, helping her pack up to move apartments. And the friend is a chef, mm-hmm. and she said, "Jess, do you want all these pots and pans? Everything is brand new and packaging." And Jess said, "Wait, I don't, but." brielle might could i give it to brielle and i like got this huge box thank you neely a huge <laughs> box of all this beautiful baking equipment and, and so what is the point of this story it's like we're all sometimes sort of like casually saying you know what, i could really use um a new tennis racket and then you you have the thought and then you you're not attached to it and then, like, randomly, your brother is like, my friend so and so had an extra tennis record and you know, doesn't want it. Do you want it, Molly? And you're like, that's so weird. I was actually thinking how I really could use a new tennis record. So there is that really interesting balance that you were asking about of um like compulsion and obsession and like, you know, holding on too tightly because mm-hmm. that's but what, but fr- in terms of frequency and energetics, like, that's not an open vibration. That's Absolutely. like a desperation, almost manic vibration. And that's not going to pull things in. That's probably going to impede or slow down the manifesting process. So, for students who are like, you know, struggling with stuff, you know, maybe they're self aware, self love journey, mm-hmm. but they're also like, but I really want to pull in a partner. Or maybe you're like really lit up by this. podcast episode and you're like I'm gonna start manifesting that uh eco village that I've always dreamt of creating in Portugal and then you guys you know you have to call Molly and I so we can come (laughs) but like if you're in a bad way if you're like even if you're having a bad day please like don't go and manifest like it's much more important that you get yourself clear which could mean for some people dance yoga going for a run um for some people, it could be just sort of like sitting in nature. And then, as you sort of emptied yourself out or sort of recalibrated, then it's a much better time to sit. And exercise, whatever it is you're manifesting. So, you're basically
1: saying that it's not a good idea to come home in a huff from work <laughs> and then do your manifestation practice like it's a check, like a, an item on the checklist right. when you're in a bad mood and really don't have the space for it. You're no. saying you really need to create space yeah. and get into a zone mm-hmm. that you can sort of really feel open to even receiving something. Mm-hmm. It reminds me a
0: lot of. With dating. Yeah, go go on to that.
1: Yeah, that, you know, with dating, it really doesn't work if you arrive to a date in a bad mood, if whether it's because of work or you arrive with just a really negative attitude toward dating and mm-hmm. you're thinking you really don't want to be on this date, but you're just going to force yourself because you're trying to meet someone. And mm-hmm. generally, you don't pull in. Mm -hmm. what you want when Mm -hmm. you go with that attitude Mm -hmm. it tends to be the best dates you have and the things that tend to actually maybe turn into things interesting whether it's a long-term relationship or not is when you arrive with no expectations Mm -hmm. but with an open an openness right to just
0: let things unfold
1: let things unfold and hopefully just hope for you know at the very least a good night, a fun night, meeting someone interesting, mm-hmm. and at the very most, something amazing.
0: Mm-hmm. Reminds so me a lot of that. Yeah, I, I think it it is like that. But what's what could be even more helpful for people? It's like if I know. I don't necessarily. I had a student say, "I don't even know if the my soulmate's a male or female," and I mm-hmm. was like, "That doesn't really matter if you're really you have like a very specific type. He's tall. He's this. He's a redhead. Okay, sure. But it's again that sort of what do you want to feel? So mm-hmm. just as Maul, like when I w- found or when Elon found the studio property, it was not just like. Okay, it's a shop front. That is one thing. But it was like I could feel the sun. I could feel that th- this was like a nurturing a- on an energetic level place. So when you're clearer on also like yeah, it's important to be open and not like manic or closed because obviously what can come to you. But when you're becoming very clear on what it is you want to feel and then it presents itself to you. You're in a place where you can identify it's come. Mm, mm-hmm. and, and that makes sense. And it really kind of
1: piggybacks on that, like, you have to be in a certain vibration in order to even
0: recognize yeah. the thing in front of you. Exactly. So I want to tell an interesting story. Please. I had um, I knew somebody when I was living in Boston in college, a friend of a friend, and he won the lotto. OK. Wow. That is rare. Was it like a hundred million dollar <laughs> lotto or like no, I don't th- know that or like
1: 10,000?
0: No, no, no. It was it was a it was somewhere between 100,000 and I don't know what it was. It was a large chunk and um, really nice guy. He had, I think, some issues. Who doesn't? But like he I, I think he had some issues with um, worthiness, which I think all of us can connect and relate to. Mm-hmm. We're probably just like each of us on a different place on that journey. That's a, you know, forever practice. Definitely. But he, I think within a year, had lost all that money. Wow. And you hear this, you hear this, though, you know, or like a person comes, you know, this great person comes into your life and for some reason, like you weren't in a place where you can receive it. And then again, that's something to think about. So for some so for some people. Like if you feel like you're in a place in, in your relationship with yourself where you're working on self-worth. Because the thing is about how this works is like if you're doing the meditation or you're – you, I also encourage people sometimes to like write the story if they're less comfortable meditating. Like literally write the story of how you want your you and your relationship with your partner to be if that's what you're manifesting or how you want your new project to – all of that you can write it down but if there's still on a on a deep level a part of you that doesn't really think you're worthy of this like you can't outsmart the universe Mm. And again, your thoughts are your prayers, whether they're conscious or unconscious. So this is a very deliberate exercise where we're getting really clear with what what we want. And, you know, I manifested the studio. I'm manifesting something else. And maybe in two or three years, I'm going to manifest something completely different. And that's totally fine. But if I am in a place where I want to manifest and attract my partner, Mm -hmm. which is, by the way, I want to be very clear, that is not what I did with elon i that was not like an exercise <laughs> but <laughs> that was a coincidental sure i mean that was fate intervening but <laughs> anyway um i would recommend to people like i would almost focus more on self uh, self-love exercises mm. to strengthen that mm-hmm. and then dive into the manifesting if it's really about your manifesting your partner mm-hmm. i would focus because you have to be so clear and honest with yourself like Because it can come, but if you aren't really, you know, in a place where you can receive it, it's a moot point. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Wow. I think that's such a great point to make. Um, I think we see so much, like you said, about manifestation and pop culture these days. And it's just like, just manifest whatever you want. Mm -hmm. And it's like, no. (laughs) You need to be in a certain place. Yeah. And that means a certain place with yourself.
0: Yeah. It and it does. doesn't
1: mean, you know, I hate that saying you have to love yourself first in order to love someone else. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of people that, you know, didn't grow up being very loved mm-hmm. and don't have a strong base for that. And those people deserve to be loved mm-hmm. by someone and to love someone. And I, but I do think though that like, you know, so the, it's not like, you know, it doesn't have to be extreme like that, but it's true that you have to be in a strong place with yourself. So, I guess in that in that regard, the advice then for, that you would give someone who sort of going through a tough time or not feeling so confident in in themselves or feeling pretty low self worth, you would tell them to go and work on on that first.
0: I I think unless there there's. Um you know, there's always exceptions, but like if that's, you can't. Again, I can't emphasize this enough. Like, I cannot outsmart the universe. I can have like, um, sort of like an exterior persona, and um, you know, say like I'm I'm attracting this, but if my thoughts are saying and are racing with something else. It's literally like you're sending mixed messages to the universe, and they're like, "Dude, I'm I'm lost. I, what am I supposed to respond to? I cannot interpret this message." Right. So I want to Translate, please. So I want to use a couple really cool examples because, like, obviously, we all have days where we're like feeling like crap. So maybe that day you don't manifest, but like less about like a partner manifesting exercise but like let's say you wanted to manifest like that studio or you're not where you want to be yet in your career and you're like I know I'm supposed to be doing this and I know one day I will become wealthy and successful because this is my dharma I want to use some really cool examples you know who is an amazing manifester not that by the way we're like friends in real life is Jim Carrey oh yes You've heard
1: well, no. You and I talked about it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, probably prepping. So there's two super interesting stories about Jim Carrey, and then I'll use another one from another woman who wrote an incredible book. If you want to learn more about this and you want more, like structure and organization, she her name is Danielle Laporte, Mm -hmm. and she wrote the Desire Map, Mm -hmm. and that's really where I get the the idea of the feelings that it's not just like on a superficial level or even visually you know, manifesting. It's that once you layer in how you want to feel, that it's just you're attracting it more and more because it's so deep. Like, it's like your soul's attracting it. Mm. So Jim Carrey has two super interesting things that I, I saw when I was researching this for the workshop was one, when he was before he was really Famous and successful. He, like, told made, like, a, a, an arrangement with himself that he was, like, okay, in five years from now, I will have, um you know, I will get my big break and I will get, like, $10 million for my movie break. And then he wrote himself a check to Jim Carrey from Jim Carrey for $10 million. And he kept that check in his wallet. And it's, some, like, so the story goes, like, a little bit before five years. Uh, like, that deadline he gave himself was up. He got a $10 million contract for, like, his first big movie. I don't know what it was. Like, maybe, like, Pet Detective, which I loved as a kid. But Ace Ventura. Ace Ventura. But, like, another interesting example that he has, and I really encourage this, and I do it also all the time as I'm manifesting an apartment where I can also teach out of, is, like, when he had nothing. And we all know what this is like when you're, like, in the dark thoughts and you're like spiraling or you're like oh shit I've done I did this whole manifesting thing and I am like in a deep dark hole (laughs) like how can you because really part of manifesting is like practicing what thoughts you feed you know I love that so what thoughts you feed Um, We'll make a t-shirt out of it. But so what he would do and something similar Danielle Laporte would do is that he would literally when he had nothing and, you know, was not successful yet. He would literally drive himself to like Mulholland Drive in California Mm -hmm. and shop in his imagination which house he was going to buy. Mm -hmm. And then he would like sit. Probably people were like, what's going on here with this guy sitting in front of my house? And like would visualize this will be my house one day. But do you see how that's like also, you know, working with vibing or like communicating to the universe? So instead of Mm -hmm. me being like, how the F am I going to afford a house in Tel Aviv and like the biggest like, you know, spike in housing costs since God knows what and Mm -hmm. I'm a yoga teacher and not famous podcaster, it's like. Well, I'm not choosing to feed that thought, mall. I'm choosing to constantly sort of be aware of sale signs and, you know, looking online and thinking, oh, I, I like this house or this apartment, like seeing myself in it. Is that really sort of meeting some of those things that are really crucial for how I want to feel or how I want my family or my, my, my business of yoga, private lessons to feel in that space? Another one that Danielle Laporte did, which I love, similar is like when you're, you're working towards what it is you're manifesting. Interesting thing about Danielle Laporte, author of the Desire Map, is it, her whole career is about manifesting and creating your reality and pulling it in. It took her almost a decade from the time she started Desire Map for it to be published. Mm-hmm. So when I think part of what's happening is that we are living in a time period where there's like overnight sensations and things are happening so rapidly. And people forget that, like, things take time to happen. So, you know, I feel like sometimes people might get discouraged or they'd be like, well, it didn't, oh, Brielle, it did not work. It's like, okay, did you give it, like, Mm -hmm. three weeks? Or did you give it, like, two, three years? And something Danielle Laporte said in, in an interview similar to Jim Carrey was that when she couldn't get the book published and she was like, you know having a day where she's really struggling she would literally again get out of her funk and drive to the showroom up where the sofa was that she when she's like sort of visualizing renovating or buying her house like this is the sofa I want when I get that check for the book and she would sit in it and she would like put herself in it Mm -hmm. and so those are really interesting things to think about like when we're trying to manifest is that it is a practice Mm -hmm. and some people do it, I do it, like I said, with meditation. Other people, it's more of a vision board. For other people, they're writing that story, Mm -hmm. you know, and then they sort of reread the story and they can always tweak details of that story, whether it's the partner or whatever, you know, they want that eco-lodge, whatever it is. So I have... I have a question. Sure, and then we'll wrap up with
1: our well wishes.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So the question is: is so you're talking about kind of like how you know people can take action to kind of like get themselves to really envision and feel in mm-hmm. this now moment mm-hmm. into what it is that they want and want and want to feel in the future by you know with the examples of Jim Carrey and Danielle Laporte, but like where is the sort of like gap between what about the other action that needs to be taken like let's say someone who really wants Mm. to pull in their partner or is having trouble figuring out their career but maybe we'll focus on the partner one because it's such a widespread thing I think for so many people um, especially in our age group Um, it's like so you're you're manifesting, you're envisioning, you're, and you, I want to
0: say also you want to use all five senses when you're doing that.
1: So you want to use all five senses, but also on top of that, it's like, but what else is part of manifesting? Also, though, making sure that you are taking the action For to sure. get that thing to happen. Meaning, For sure. do you ha- like. Okay, you have to put yourself out there. You need to meet people. Right.
0: You need to like do more yeah. What's yes. the what's so the what I suggest to people you guys head and head. I again do not have a PhD in manifesting, I do think some people are naturally strong manifestors. Mm-hmm. Um but what I suggest to people is you can like have a notebook and be like, okay, what is there some what is something I can do today to get towards finding my partner, attracting my partner, or, you know, f- you know, opening up my yoga studio or, you know, opening up my nonprofit, what is something I can do today? And how do I want mm-hmm. to feel to do that? Like, do I want to feel um, abundance? Do I want to feel like peaceful? Do I want to feel joy? And again, bringing in that feeling. And then I would say, what do I, what can I do a month from now to get closer to what I am manifesting? And how do I want to feel as I'm doing it? Mm -hmm. What can I do? And I would literally write it out. Like, what can I do three weeks or four weeks, a month from now? Mm -hmm. Like, so for example, let's say for me, I'm doing, I'm really trying to pull in this apartment. So maybe at, you know, uh, three months in or six, six months in, I need to look into what the real estate laws are. Mm-hmm. Or for a person who wants to attract the partner, I want to get into therapy or I want to explore um, affirmations with so-and-so. And I want to start to three weeks from now, have an affirmation self-love practice because that's something I can be working on as I move towards this desire and wish to manifest my partner or this apartment or this eco, you know, let's say you your dream is to move abroad, like I'm using this, um, you know, eco facility in Portugal. You know, then I might say, okay, for, so six months from now, I want to schedule a trip to go to wherever, what to Portugal, and I want to scout, and I want to look mm-hmm. around. Um, and, you know, it could also be, being very careful, right, of who, but like, maybe it might be like, okay, so six months from now, I'm going to share this desire and what I'm manifesting with like, Molly, who has cousins in Spain and Portugal and see if they can sort of have their ears to the ground for what it is I want. So it's wonderful to have, you know, a little checklist like what do I want to do today? How do I want to feel a month, three months, six months, nine months, a year, a year and a half? Like we have to understand that their time is a construct. I mm-hmm. know people might be rolling their eyes, but yes. And we might be working really hard to manifest our partner or whatever it is that we want in our life. But there we must remember there is divine order and divine timing, and it never fucks up. Like there's always when we are on the other side, then we understand like, oh, that had to happen when it did because all these things had to happen to, to get to that place. Totally. So, and it's that openness of
1: mind that yeah. allows you to even see that and let that in.
0: But I do want to just suggest to people who are, you know, they're like, but Brielle, I want to I want to do it. And how do you do the, what's the meditation? Like, so I just want to leave it, you know, leave it, um, with the fact that you need to use, and this is how I was trained. If you are manifesting in meditation, you want to almost move through the practice of whatever it is, whether it's your partner or a project or whatever, your business, you want to move through it. And you're really using your imagination like you would be watching a movie, but you want to use all five senses. So I'm just going to use a quick example. Let's say, I want to manifest this eco property and wouldn't that be amazing if like 20,000 people emailed us and they're like that is what I am manifesting. Yeah. Um let's say I'm manifesting this eco village in Portugal and I see myself there. I want to like be walking through the property and I want to use all five senses. So I want to like smell the flowers on the property. I want to drink the tea. I want to see all of the clients or guests on the property. I want to feel how I want to feel mm-hmm. when it's it's happened. I want to feel joy. I want to feel love. I want to feel power of community. You you want to see, you know, the details as much as you can. You want to hear that could be, you want to hear the birds chirping. Like the more you can use all the senses and then weave in what those wish, those, sorry, emotions or desires are, the easier it is because then when it comes it's like your soul is like it matches and your soul is like, this is it because this is how I wanted to feel and this is how it it's sensed. And it helps you sort of, I think, get clear when it's in front of you on it's the manifestation is it. queen. I don't think so, but I, really it's so are. much fun.
1: I learned a lot. I love this. And
0: I, are you going to ask me what my well wishes are? Yes. because Yes. I yes we, them anyway. Yes.
1: <laughs> Of course. Well, we, we do have to finish up yeah. soon, but we want to close this episode by offering you our well wishes. So Brie, mm-hmm. what
0: is your well wish or well wishes for our audience? So my wish for this podcast or this topic is that for people to understand that this is what everybody is worthy of and deserves to manifest what it is they want, whether it is a person, a job, a a home that we are all it is free and is available to all of us and we are all deserving of it and worthy of it and it doesn't make you selfish and it doesn't make you you know um, bad to be truthful with what it is that you truly desire like think about what this world would look like if everybody just sort of like really followed their heart's desire mm. so you go you go on with your bad manifesting self and you don't stop You go balls to the wall and know that you deserve all of it.
1: You heard it here first. (laughs) Seriously. I absolutely love it. Amazing. Thank you so much, Brie, for all your wonderful wisdom. And we hope you all enjoyed and are inspired to start manifesting. But first, don't forget to get into that open heart space. Yeah. And thank you so much for joining us today. We look forward to bringing you the next episodes. We love you all. Thanks, guys.
0: And send us your messages when your manifestations come true. Yes,
1: please. At Well Wishes Podcast on Instagram. (laughs) Bye. Bye.